0: This podcast is a 6 Second Stories production. 6 Second Stories is a video marketing agency that helps you tell heartfelt stories to maximize your impact in minimal time. Find out more about what we do at sixsecondstories.com. Hello, all my compelling storytellers out there. Welcome back to the Storytelling Lab with your host, Rain Bennett. That's me. And guess what? Today is another solo episode, but not just any old solo episode, a very special one because today is Thanksgiving. This is the week for giving thanks. So today is a special episode where we're going to talk about actually the fears, the fears that, that, that. Prevent us from telling stories, the mental blocks that prevent us from telling stories or being the compelling storytellers that we want to be or ultimately accomplishing our dreams and goals. However, we're going to flip the script on those fears because we're going to talk about why we should be grateful for those fears. And what we're going to learn today is that really it all i mean like everything comes back to identity to how we see and view ourselves to how other people view us to how we want other people to view us it all comes back to the association that we have with ourselves the story that we tell ourselves our identity i cannot i cannot reinforce that enough is that everything comes back to that now here's the good news You can alter that. You can change that. It is not set in stone. One of the things that I hear most often when it comes to identity and how we view ourselves is something along the lines of, well, I just don't consider myself to be a storyteller or, oh, I'm just not that creative. Something along those lines and I hear it all the time and it's false and it's fear-based. But that's okay because we should be grateful for our fears because fear makes us human And being human makes us a storyteller. So the good news is you're already a great storyteller. You just have to practice and train those muscles. Speaking of training those muscles, we have a special announcement today because I have created a product that will help you practice and train those storytelling muscles. We have created and launched this week the Storytelling Workbook for Beginners, the thing about this that makes it so effective is that there's two things that you need to be a compelling storyteller, especially when your identity and your that voice in the back of your head is telling you that you aren't a good one. One, you need to understand the story structure that makes a great story. They're all based off of the same central structure. There's different ways we can look at it and, and different perspectives on it, but it's essentially all the same thing that all great stories are made of. So understanding story structure so well that you can see opportunities, endless opportunities throughout your day to tell great compelling stories. And then number two, consistency, a regimen, a practice schedule, working that muscle day after day so that you get better. So in this workbook, we have very simple four part program that helps you establish all the things you need to tell a great to see a great story, tell a great story, and then distribute that great story. So we need to understand the people, who is it about? the problem, what are they struggling with, the purpose, what we aim to get out of this story, and the platform where we are going to distribute it. So if you are interested in this, if this storytelling workbook for beginners would help you, please visit my website at rainbennett.com or go to Amazon. You can find it there and buy the book today. It will give you the chance to tell up to 100 stories, and I promise you by the end of that book, you will be an awesome storyteller. Okay, so before this episode, I polled my audience and I asked the question, what are some of the fears that prevent you from telling your stories? And I got several answers, but maybe not so coincidentally. They all seem to to swim around the same area of the fear pool, if you want to call it that, right? They all seem to 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 hover around the same central themes. But I wanted to take today's episode to talk about those fears and how we can just work through them and hopefully even break them down and destroy them so that they don't plague us forever and don't mentally block us from telling our stories and accomplishing our goals. Okay, so the first thing that came across when I asked people what they were struggling with was I just don't know where to start or how to organize my thoughts. Knowing what the first step would be and where to go from there, that would be so helpful. So this is exactly what we just talked about with the storytelling workbook for beginners. Knowing where to start and how to organize my thoughts. The way I look at thoughts is like, it's kind of like a jigsaw puzzle. And you got to dump them all out there on the table or on the floor wherever you're doing the puzzle and just like you're dumping out all the pieces and it gets real messy and you can't see anything or understand how it all goes together but you just gotta scatter them out there and spread them out there so you can have a top-down perspective and look at them. Then you start to see patterns, right? You start to see, oh, that's an edge. Oh, that's a corner piece and I can build from that. Oh, all of these are blue so they go together and you start to put those patterns together in creative ways and the image starts to emerge after that, right? So similarly, when you're thinking about your your stories and you don't know where to start and you need to organize your thoughts, you just got to dump it all out there. And then whittle it down. And a really great thing to do that is understanding what the flow of good stories are, what the structure is to follow. And then once you get it in that general structure, then you go through and you cut the fat. You look at any redundancies that are there. You look at anything that maybe sounds cool to you, but it's extraneous information and it doesn't get you from one point of the story to the next point of the story efficiently and effectively. If it doesn't, if if it's not completely essential to that story, you can lose it. So all you need are the pieces that lead you from one to two to three to four to five down the story and anything else is just fluff and you can cut it. But first you have to get organized by understanding structure and dumping all your thoughts out and putting those together in that structure and then you can condense and make that story tighter and more efficient. And then secondly, to that point about, I don't know where to start, the point is just to start. It helps if you have a structure like we have in the storytelling workbook for beginners, but just to start, right, you will get better. The the biggest hurdle that you will face is just that first step. You're never going to climb that mountain if you don't take the first step. Okay, the next thing that I heard from people that they struggle with is being transparent, being completely open and honest and not withholding anything. Now, that's hard. That's a struggle. And to be a good storyteller and good communicator, you have to be vulnerable. Now, that's true. And this is something that we all have to work through. And again, back to our first point, the more you practice, the better you get at it. So that, that almost applies to anything that we face. But there's a, there's a trick here. There's a key here in terms of, of of telling your story and being able to have the courage and cope with the vulnerability that comes along with it when you're really telling, you know, something that you struggled with or maybe a, a dark secret. And usually that comes from, and this same person that sent that feedback said that I hope my story would reach someone to help them instead of possibly being judged by the circumstances. So being transparent, you're, you're 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 worried that you may be judged. You're, you're you're struggling with with saying all the all the pieces and being completely open and honest. But that key that that person said, was hoping that my story would reach someone and help them. That's the point of it, right? You're not just telling a story for yourself, are you? And if you are. That's not the right reason and there won't be any longevity. The point of sharing stories is to help someone else, to give them guidance, to give them hope, to show them a way out, right? To make an impact on them. Even if if you're selling a product, the point of you telling a story about that product is to help the people that you serve. That's what we're all here for. So in order to get through that and be able to be transparent, you have to fully put the focus on that other person that you're seeking to help and think about it. If I helped that person, would I be able to navigate the vulnerability that it took for me to share that story? Well, it certainly would make it a lot easier, right? So you have to have that empathy for others and really focus on them. Put your own feelings and fears aside. Put your own ego aside and focus on those that you're trying to help. And if that is at the end of your goal, then I promise it's going to be a lot easier. Okay, so the next thing that I heard that I thought was really common and actually very interesting was fear of alienating others, either being exclusive or pretentious or overly proud, like I'm sharing my story so I feel like I'm better than someone else, or offending others, showing pictures of dead animals that I've killed to to vegan friends. This is someone who had picked up uh, hunting and fishing later in their life and they want to share these stories. And then answering to commentary. I only wanna share and forego doing so because I don't wanna be bothered by responding to comments and I feel sometimes like sharing my story diminishes the experience. I'd rather just do the thing and not let documenting it take me away from the moment. That's a really good point and there's a few things that we gotta dive into there. So let's start with that, that latter one. You know, it's okay to just experience something. Not every story needs to be told. I'll say that again, not every story needs to be told. Sometimes you just need to experience it. Now, I will say this. I have a journal, and you can actually use the storytelling workbook for beginners for this, but I have a journal, and every day I write down one story from that day. Now, I don't share all those, and I probably won't share 90, 95% of those, but it keeps me working that muscle. It allows me to see stories that I can tell at a later date if I need to, but really, the most important part is it allows me to preserve my memories. So a year from now, I can look back at October 13th, 2020 and realize that I had this moment, this significant moment with my daughter that I would have forgotten because it wasn't a huge moment. It wasn't a graduation or first steps or something like that. It was a moment where we were raking leaves out in the yard and just, we understood each other, whatever that might be. It was just a a small defining moment. Well, sometimes those moments are the most profound, but if we can't keep those preserved somewhere, we will lose them. So you don't have to share every story publicly, but working on telling that story and seeing opportunities for stories and seeing the transformation that happens through a story, I think that's very important. Now let's go back to the second part of that, which was offending others. Showing pictures. In this example, the person said, showing pictures of dead animals I've killed to to vegan friends. So let's go back to that person's first half. Alienating others, either being exclusive or pretentious or overly proud, or offending others, right? so in this case, this person said showing pictures of dead animals they've killed to, to vegan friends, which hey, you're being considered of someone else. That that is a virtue. I applaud that. But I will say, everyone out there is living their own story. You're living your own story. And just like every story that you have doesn't need to be shared publicly, every story that you tell is not for everyone. So Back to when we talked about the beginning of this, about having empathy for who you're trying to serve. This is another chance where you really need to find who you are talking to. Find who you care about and who you're trying to impact. You have to carve out that audience. It's not for the general public. It's not for all of your followers. If you are sharing an experience where you're fishing and you're worried about the people who who don't like fish and think that that's harmful to animals and, and aren't with that, then this story is not for them because what are you trying to accomplish? Yes, you're sharing a moment, but maybe you're trying to inspire someone who was thinking about going fishing or they like to fish too and they want to know the spot you were at and if you caught good fishing, et cetera, et cetera. So you gotta just Quiet those voices in the back of your head and focus on those people that you're trying to communicate to. And a lot of times that is the work that you got to do on the front end and sometimes people neglect that and that's why their stories don't stick because they haven't carved out the audience that they're trying to talk to. Not every story is for everyone that you have to tell, okay? Find your audience and communicate directly to them. Okay, and the last one today that I want to talk about is it's kind of the overarching theme that we keep coming back to. Insecurity. This person said, is my story even worth sharing? Is it impactful enough? Will people believe me? Am I strong enough for the negative feedback when something's so near and dear to my heart? These are all major, major issues that people deal with. The, the, the fear of, of judgment. Uh, you know, um, How will my, my story be received? Will, will, will unresolved emotions and trauma surface when I share it? Am I ready to work through that? What will people from a, who knew me from a different time think, you know, parents, relatives, people you went to high school with? And so this is the crux of the whole issue. And this is the, the point that I want you to take away. This is, this is the main theme that all of these are, are spawning off from, is that this fear of judgment or, or, or fear of failure, it's all ego-based. It's insecurity is all ego-based. You're in your own head, right? Thinking about yourself. You hear this all the time is that you're not the hero of your story. The people you serve are. You should be the guy that comes along and helps them. If you're truly focused on other people and focused on who you can help, those things fade away. I won't say that they're gone forever, but it like makes it a lot easier when you flip that switch and focus on the people you're trying to help. And it is just a switch. You can flip it. You can just say, "I'm I'm not really worried about me if people get upset or people don't like it or 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 if you get negative feedback then it's not for those people the only people you need to be concerned with are the people that that you're aiming to serve now if their feedback comes you i do encourage you to listen to it but if it's someone else especially in this day and age people love to 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 critique they love to critique and you just can't focus on that you just got to focus on who you're trying to serve start, take that first step, and keep working that muscle. But everything that we've come back to today, all these fears, all these mental blocks are all ego-driven. They're all insecurity-driven. They're all inside your own head. Okay, They have nothing to do with your ability, nothing to do with what you have access to, only the story that you're telling yourself. So to get rid of those blocks that are preventing you from telling your authentic stories, you have to change the story that you're telling yourself. It's as simple as that. And while it's simple, in theory, it is difficult at times, but that takes us back to, again, I think this is the third time I've said it, that you just have to start, you have to keep practicing, and you have to keep the focus and the goal steadily on those that you aim to serve and the impact that you wish to have on and in their lives. Here's the thing, people. The reward is much greater than the risk. You have endless stories inside of you, and you have people waiting to hear those, needing to hear those, especially in the year 2020 with all the stuff that we've been going through this year, okay? If we're alive and we're experiencing life and we're making it forward, then our stories deserve to be shared, and we deserve to be grateful to have the opportunity to share those stories with others, okay? Because some people aren't that lucky. So we all have fears that we have to work through, but we should be grateful for those fears because those fears make us human and being a human makes us a storyteller. So you're already a compelling storyteller. You just need to tell your stories. My name is Rain Bennett. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed that episode, do us a favor and subscribe to the podcast. If you're already a subscriber and you're enjoying the show, give us a review and let us know the value that you've gotten from it. We love to hear from our listeners and learn about the benefits that they're getting from the show. That's what fuels us and that's what fuels the show. And if you've already subscribed and you've already reviewed it and you think there's someone else that would benefit from listening to this show, please, please share it with them. The more we grow, the more we can help you grow. And that's what we're here to do. Join us next time on the Storytelling Lab.
2: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm, Hello Fresh